Hey, this is H1. We're going to be running it back with another episode talking about chess knowledge, chess wisdom, and chess understanding. All right. And today we're going to be discussing why not to use computers to look at your games. I found this chess.com forum that I wanted to talk about and I want to get everybody's opinions. And so to give my thoughts after I've read their opinions. Sounds good enough. All right. Let's get into the next segment. This is going to be exciting. It's going to be cool. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right, let's talk about this right quick. Let's get into this forum that is literally called Warning, Do Not Use Computers to Look at Your Games, which I totally agree with, but I want to get everybody else's perspective on this. We got one guy that was talking about why not, and let's get into it. During a video lesson, I heard I am Daniel Ranch say that beginners should not use computers for game analysis, which I totally agree with. What do you think? And this guy says target skill range, beginner, 1000 rating to 1400 rating. I recently made the low end of beginner in live chess standard, but that's only if 1000 to 1400 rating represents my chess.com rating and not USCF, which just to let you know, the USCF rating is um, your chess.com rating doesn't represent you, your USCF rating. Your online rating is always going to be higher than your USCF rating by like 100 points pretty much so if you're 2100 on chess.com or 2200 on leechess.org then your uscf rating should be around i don't know 1900 2000 etc but anyway if it means uscf then my skill level is less than that of a beginner whatever that might be called and this guy said, learn the top 10 reasons a chess player loses. It is important for you to keep track of these common mistakes as a reference list as you consider your own losses. And I'm guessing this guy's just giving advice on basically what you should be focusing on instead of using computers. But anyway, these are like the 10 reasons why somebody loses that he brought up. I did not see my opponent's threats. I did not develop or get castled. I ignored a past pawn that ultimately should have been promoted. I sacrificed prematurely to attack and could not find a checkmate. I got behind on material from bad tactics. I could not stop a mating attack. I did not try my hardest, lack of focus. I played too fast. I took too much time and eventually I ran out of time or blundered. I did not have any idea how to proceed or find a plan. So those are mainly like, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Um, when I was playing chess as a beginner, those were mainly the things that I messed up on all the time, which is crazy. And we got replies here. We got replies to this comment. Is it wrong for you to use a computer engine when you're a beginner in chess? 
But one guy named um, Tiger, he said, well, it's true. You need an engine to find the complex tactics you missed in your games. But when a beginner starts using an engine to analyze his games, he might tend to believe whatever the engine score tells him without even bothering to understand the position. To make it simpler, it would be like Fishy, Vishy Anad analyzing a novice player's game in GM language, which the novice would have no idea what Vishy is talking and would have his own assumptions, which is bad for a beginner to improve his chess. Totally agree with that. And then we got Waffle. <laughs> Come on now, get y'all, get y'all usernames better. But anyway, we got Waffle who said, Actually, I was thinking the other day, this may be good advice uh, for players around my skill level too. Didn't come to agree with that wholeheartedly, but the use for computer analysis is definitely limited, partly because nearly all the advice it will give is useless in terms of practical results for a player like me. As for missing the tactic, I suppose a computer is handy for pointing out a combination you miss, but honestly, this is only instructionally useful if the tactics is both a pattern you've never seen and not too deep to have been impractical to see given your skill. Otherwise, it does come down to concentration, practice, and you will get a lot more out of your games if you go over them thoroughly yourself first. Alright, let me see. I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, so those, those are some good advice good thinking on using chess engines i really like the first one because he pretty much explains how if magnus carlson was your teacher and he went over your game in his knowledge of chess and he's trying to teach you with grandmaster talk going over like all opening variations going over what's playable what's not playable going through a calculation that he's seen that's 15 moves down the line you wouldn't understand it if you was a beginner but if you try to understand it yourself like simple things and that's why there's beginner studies intermediate studies and advanced studies is broken up for a reason because you need to go through the the steps of improving in chess so if you just use a chess engine that's just spinning out moves without you basically figuring out the move yourself then you're not going to improve at all it's actually a disservice to you it kind of this is what it kind of does and i realized this when i was learning chess my own too when you use the engine after you play a game then you're not learning anything Especially if you make the excuse, oh snap, I just didn't see that threat, or oh snap, I just gave away that piece. And then you look at the engine and be like, oh snap, I didn't do a lot of moves right. I should just play like this. But you're not really focusing on, okay, why was that move played? What's the purpose? How can I basically, um, how can I do something different where I can play better? Things of that nature. And a beginner really doesn't need to be using a, a, a computer at all, a chess engine. It's just it's just going to distract you from actually improving. It's crazy how many people don't improve because they're just using uh, a chess engine. You shouldn't be using Stockfish at all. And there's so many examples um, for myself, especially since chess is a mind game. If you just go through the chess computer right and um 
you're basically shutting off half your brain. <laughs> you're basically shutting off half your brain. And let me explain. I have a whole episode on learning from your mistakes. And that's one of the main improving um, advice that I can give you. Because once you learn from your mistakes, then you won't do that mistake again. Then you will improve tremendously by just doing that. If you give away that advice, if you if you don't do that at all, then what are you actually getting out of each game? You're not getting nothing because you're depending on daddy computer, daddy stockfish to take care of you, to like play the game for you. And here's another thing, too. You're not going to realize, oh, snap, when my opponent made, makes a mistake, you're not going to realize that and know how to capitalize because you're depending on the computer to tell you when you're winning or not. You know how in a chess puzzle, right, when you're playing a chess puzzle, they tell you, oh, this position is made in four, this position is made in two, there's a fork around the corner, there's a discovered attack. Even the chess puzzles giving you those words is kind of detrimental to you because when you're playing a real game, you're not given those signals at all. That's why, like, okay, that's like, that's why, like, if a grandmaster was cheating over the board in chess, it's a big problem because if a grandmaster only knows, oh snap, I'm winning in this position, a grandmaster can find the moves. That's all a grandmaster needs to basically win a position just for them to know that they're winning. That's how powerful a computer is. And if you know about chess, you have to practice without the computer. You cannot use it at all. That's why it's important for you to get books, study, um, anything other than checking an engine. You can't let an AI control your brain. I mean, you don't do it in real life, right? So it's like, like when you get into a car wreck, you don't be like, okay, phone, why did I get into a car wreck? <laughs> and, then the, and then the phone be like, well, you was driving like 90 on a 75 miles per hour highway. And then, you, and then you'd be like, oh, snap. Okay. And then you don't, you don't learn from the mistake and then you do it again the next day and then you get into another car wreck but it's worse because you go off the bridge and then yeah that was it <laughs> i don't know but anyway yeah everybody needs to just stop doing this let's look at this forum again there's probably one more one more passage that would be good for everybody who is trying to learn how to play chess uh, I'm looking through here. Okay, so this one guy gave some good advice right here. He said, second, you should analyze with stronger players. Well, wait a minute. I didn't read the first one. First, you can see some of them by yourself and postmortem if you pay attention. Second, you should analyze with stronger players. There are many ways to do that. Your opponent, friend, clubmate, game analysis forum, coach. Human insights are what is going to improve your game the most. Not computer insight. Humans are different from computers. And I didn't talk about this too. A computer suggestion 
is completely different from a practical suggestion. So a computer might do a crazy move, but a computer is like looking 20 moves down the line. And so um, there are multiple examples of this, but sometimes when I'm looking at my games, I'm like, that's a computer move. No human's going to play that because what's wrong with computer moves is once you play that move by the engine, then you have to figure out, okay, why the computer played that move. And sometimes that computer played that move because of a position that is 10 moves down the line. So in order for you to play that computer move, you would have to know the next 19 moves, which is impossible for a human player. No grandmaster looks that far into a position unless they really have to, unless it's like a classical position, right? Unless they really have to. And no, no player looks 20 moves ahead. It's, it's dang near under 10 moves all the time. Even Magnus Carlsen in an interview said, oh, I only look like one or two moves ahead. I don't, I don't look that far. Um, so, yeah, you have to play practical play what you feel comfortable in you don't get into a super tactical position especially if you have like two minutes on the clock that's the thing too some people be looking at engine moves in bullet games or blitz games when it's like not practical to do a super gm move in a blitz game (laughs) that is really hard to find every tactical move (laughs) imagine doing something highly tactical and you only got one minute on the clock that'd be crazy But anyway, the rest of this says the worst part of engine analysis is that it encourages laziness. Yes. Imagine someone playing a guitar work corrected by a computer for accuracy and tempo and heights. I don't exactly know what that means because I'm not musically talented on a guitar, maybe the piano, but it does encourage laziness. And that laziness not only... um, That laziness not only contributes to off the board, but if you do this computer analysis every time you lose a game, then it's going to be incorporated in the games that you play from now on in the future. And that's the biggest problem. And that's why I said before that you're basically cutting off half of your brain. Well, I just thought that this was a good topic to talk about why not to use computers. Um, I know I rambled on a little bit, but hopefully you got some insight on this concept. And hopefully I helped some beginners just learn how to just think for yourself. Just think for yourself. Everybody, us humans are really good. We know what one plus one is. It's two. We don't need a calculator to tell us what one plus one is. We don't need a calculator to tell us what five times five is. We don't need a calculator to tell us what three times three times three. Carry that same principle to chess and you'll be fine. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hey, this is the conclusion of the episode. And if you haven't yet, please follow so that you can stay notified on my podcast episodes. And if I haven't said this yet, my Patreon comes with a Discord server. And in that Discord server, I will be answering questions. You can talk to me personally, things of that nature. And it's only $1 to sign up for it on my Patreon. And my Patreon is called Chess Knowledge with H1. So if you want to talk to me personally, if you're trying to improve in chess, I would do that so that you can be around a group of people that wants to learn how to play chess. All right. Thank you for listening. I appreciate every single one of you. We're almost to 100,000 plays. I'm excited. We're going to get there pretty soon. All right. Peace. Thanks for being here. Until next time.